0: All right, I'm going to call Amazon and see if they can give me some pointers on fly selection.
1: Thank you for contacting Amazon. We're experiencing longer than normal wait times. We're sorry about this.
0: All right, now let's try Drift Outfitters Fly Shop in Toronto. Drift Outfitters, Chris speaking. Hey, Chris, it's Mitch from SoFly. Hey, what's going on? Hey, man, just calling to ask about uh, some steelhead flies.
2: Oh, yeah, what do you need to know?
0: Drift Outfitters and Fly Shop at 199 Queen Street East in Toronto is your friendly, supportive, local shop that is far from being just a shop. It's our community fly fishing hub right here in Ontario, a province filled with opportunities to catch all kinds of different fish. And who best to ask about those opportunities, techniques, and appropriate gear choices than the awesome crew down at Drift Outfitters. Drift has been our go-to since they opened. They're packed with gear, flies, rods, clothing, and more to get you out on the water having fun. They're not a store, they're friends. Friends with all the best advice. So if you're just getting into fly fishing or have been doing it for decades, Drift Outfitters should be part of your life. Visit them online at driftoutfitters.com or in-store at 199 Queen Street East in Toronto. Hello and welcome to another episode of SoFly uh very excited to be recording another episode uh interesting uh, couple guests we've we've had in the last round we've got a new guest for you today very excited and of course before we get into that we've got myself mitch we've got Idas. howdy and that's it uh all those out out east uh he's fishing and having fun actually hanging out with kate and scotty uh, and Yilma is like uh, I think he's hanging out with his nephew or something Anyways. yeah it
3: sounds made up to me I don't
0: know, I don't what, buy I don't know it. what's going on with Yilma, <laughs> but uh, but rock and roll it's it's myself and Ida here today uh, And like I said we've got a guest on the show we're very excited about uh, Brandon Toner was born in Guelph, Ontario but moved to Calgary at the age of 5 his older brother Seamus got him into fly fishing and tying uh, Brandon considers Seamus to be the best fly attire he's ever met these days Brandon has the most fun dry fly fishing on the Bow River in the evening uh, at times it can be quite difficult, which for Brennan makes it more exciting and rewarding. He's also totally into saltwater fishing and wishes he could do it more often. Tell me about it, brother. Uh, When it comes to fly tying, Brennan is incredible. He focuses on tying patterns for Atlantic salmon, although he's only gotten to chase them a few times for now. Uh, he's been invited to be featured, a featured tire at the Classic Atlantic Salmon Fly Tying Invitational next year, which is in Calgary. Uh, and when he's not chasing fish or tying remarkable flies, he's a plumbing instructor at the Southern Alberta Institute of Technology. But today he's on SoFly. Brennan, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you very much, man. Thank you very much for having me, you guys. Very, I appreciate
0: very it. Very excited, man. I think it's uh, it's been a long time coming. You know, you're you're a great angler, you're a great tire, so we're, we're super excited to get to to chat about it all.
1: Well, thank you very much. I appreciate that.
0: Yeah. Where where are you calling in from today?
1: Uh, I'm calling in from my fly tying room or my little fishing room I got down here in my basement in my, in my house. Yeah, man. That it's pretty much dedicated to all of that for sure. Oh, it looks you like know? it. I love so... it.
0: It looks like a wicked setup. You've got like a thousand reels behind you.
1: <laughs> yeah that's a collection of uh everything that reddington's given me over the last few years for it. sure so we've it, been man. with them for a while so yeah man great team
0: yeah well they are that's very true and and that's that's actually like i mean how uh how we got to meet a little bit too i know we uh, you know obviously Idis, you fished with amber uh last fall was it out in yeah, Rochester? Yeah.
3: that's right it's about uh Nove- yeah. November last year yeah
0: so everybody's kind of connected you know and uh, obviously the fly fishing world is big but small. Everybody kind of knows everybody. And, and I know, Brandon, your names come up all the time, like many times when talking about fly tying and, and all that stuff. So we're excited to, to chat about, you know, all of the uh, the fly tying more than more than anything. But I definitely want to like just start this whole thing by talking about, um, you know, how you got into fly fishing and uh, how it all kicked off. I know you, you mentioned your brother introduced you to it. Now, was that uh, in Ontario or was that in Alberta?
1: No, that was here in Alberta. So we moved out here when we were pretty young and, uh, my brother was, he was into fishing. He had fished a little bit when he was in Ontario, and then him and my dad kind of <clears throat> looked into it here. Yeah. I think he, what happened is is he saw someone fly fishing on the Bow River, and he was like, Dad, I want to do that, right? That's and cool. they both signed up for a fly fishing and fly tying course at that point. I think my brother was about 12, 12 years old at the time, um, which would have made me, you know, seven at that time and they uh yeah they got right into it after that man like he was obsessed obsessed (laughs) and of course whatever your older brother wants to do you want to do the exact same thing (laughs) right so there's five of us there's five kids in the family there's four boys and i have a younger my sister is the youngest of the bunch so actually all of us fly fishermen so we're we're super super into it but yeah it was like after that You know, if he fished, I was like, I want to go. I want to go with him. I want to go with him (laughs) wherever he wanted to go, right? And then he was tying, like, downstairs in the house all the time, so I was always down there bugging him, you know, teach me how to do this, Seamus, teach me how to do that. It's interesting. It's like
0: you guys, like, got just kind of as a family got into fly fishing when you moved to Alberta. Like, that was it. you just like, that looks cool. And then it just everybody was like, yeah, it is
1: yeah yeah it was it was super cool man and it, it was crazy. obviously back then there weren't as many people mm-hmm. you know around fly fishing right so mm-hmm. um i was big skateboarder at the time too right yeah. so it was kind of a more skateboarding focus than fly fishing at that point yeah. right until i got into you know my late teens early 20s right yeah totally obviously obviously fly fishing wasn't like Coolest thing to do when you're a kid, <laughs> yeah. you know? So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's for sure. Right. Do you yeah. remember
0: like uh your first fish on the fly rod?
1: Absolutely, man. Yeah. yeah, I do. Yeah, it was with my brother Seamus. The funny thing is, is I would go with him all the time and I wouldn't catch anything. Man. Yeah. He would catch fish all day, <laughs> every day, and it was that's because I didn't listen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You yeah. know, and then when I finally was like, I'm gonna listen to him. He's like, Brendan, this is what you're going to use. We're going to go today. We're going to go get fish. And I, man, I I caught my first one. And then I think I caught 12, 13 fish after that. Oh, nice. Throughout the day, you know, yeah. which was insane. Man, you know, I just, I couldn't believe it. I was like, wow, amazing <laughs> how you can actually do something properly when you listen to someone who knows what they're talking about. Oh, right? For real. Yeah. 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 It made a big difference, man. It was a good moment for sure. That's good. Yeah. That's a, what was it
0: about fly fishing that like had, had, you know, you and your brother uh, hooked? Like how, what was it about the, the sport that interested you guys?
1: Um, well, I think, I don't know it was, we were, we're so close, right. We're so close to the river and we spent so much of our time as kids in Fish Creek Park, which just runs along the Bow River here in Calgary. Um, if I wasn't fishing, me and my younger brother were down there riding our bikes and everything. Right. So I think just the whole outside aspect, man, and being outdoors and having that so close to, to where we were, is just an easy escape for us to go down there. Yeah, no, totally. Absolutely.
0: How did you then get into fly tying? Did that start young too? Or was that later in life?
1: Yeah. Um, I, learned pretty much all the basic techniques i didn't even realize that until i started tying later on right just by sitting there and watching my brother tie and he's like here this is how you palmer this on or how you wrap hackle or how you put dubbing on the fly and i had done that stuff with him as a little kid you know when he wasn't there i would sneak down into his room and try and tie some stuff myself yeah but i never really took it seriously until I got into my early 20s. And then when I started doing it, I was like, holy shit, man, I know how to do a lot of this stuff, right? (laughs) Like, I didn't realize, you know, that I knew how to do it. But I did. I just kind of remembered everything that he had taught me from when I was a kid. And then you know, again, I was like, flies are expensive. I was like, Oh, I'll just get into fly tying. It's cheaper. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. It's worse, man. <laughs> it's worse. Yeah, it costs way more. Yeah. So yeah, and it's just the whole like doing it on your own. I think initially for me it was I want to catch fish on my flies, man. The ones sure. that I tied. Yeah. That was the big draw into it when I first started, right? And then you know, and then of course I just moved in. I I did this kind of fly tying and this kind of fly tying and this kind of fly tying. Yeah. I wanted to do all of them. There. Yeah. So I was when did the obsessed. when
0: did like the classic salmon pattern start getting
1: tied? That's a big part that of your tying a, now, right? Is the, is the classic? That's tie. huge, man. Yeah. That's uh, really all that I do anymore. Yeah. I don't focus really on any other stuff unless I'm teaching someone how to to do it, or I need a couple things for fishing the bow or going out into the mountains. For most part, yeah. But It was about five or six years ago when I really started getting into it. And I had been really interested in it from the very start. You know, I remember like researching stuff and being like, holy shit, that's incredible. Like, look at those flies. It's amazing. And then it scared me. It scared me for years. I was like, I know what I kind of had an idea of what the cost was to get into that kind of stuff. and how expensive and how difficult that kind of stuff can be to obtain. So I really shied away from it for a long time. Mm-hmm. And I almost wanted to learn how to tie everything else first right. before I got into that. Why? Why you know? Why is that? Um, There's so much technique involved right. and it's just the aspect of like being perfect. Yeah. They have to be perfect. You put so much time involved and i i didn't realize actually how long they actually took until i tied my first one yeah it it took me a month and a half to tie your first time i (laughs) took my (laughs) time my first time how long does it take you
0: now like are you do you whip through them or is it more uh
1: no oh no way no (laughs) um sometimes if i'm having a good you know good few days I can get one done in two to three days. Wow! You know those guys out there who finish them in a day or in a few hours and stuff. I'm just like not at that level. But there's sometimes they sit on my desk for weeks, yeah. and I come and do a little bit here, yeah. and then a little bit there, and a little bit here. I'm like it's
0: kind of nice way. Best to talk. advice.
1: It's great. Man. Best advice I ever got was for these anyways was if it's not working perfectly mm-hmm. that day, stop. Mm, right. Yeah. Leave come back the next day and do it the next day when your head's clear
0: the way you describe it's almost like a like a paint like painting a a painting you know like that's how you would approach that i would say right
1: yeah very much so yeah like it's they got to be perfect you know to me that's you know and that's important yeah that it's like i have a, a difficult time a lot of times showing them right to to people or 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 posting a, a picture on them or anything yeah. right because i can see sometimes like an imperfection right you know right like something's wrong there and people are like what the hell are you talking about?" right it's like
2: such it's, a subtle thing
1: it's good and i'm like no it's not good <laughs> i can't post that you know i can't you know so yeah i'm my own own worst critic well for sure you know my guess is a good thing. That's a
2: good
0: thing. I think that's a, you know, I think, I think that's a good thing. I, I think you can find, uh, you can find Brendan's flies at, on Instagram at the dubbing loop. Um, you've got some really, really beautiful flies, man. I mean, so that first one, Thank you know, you. like you, you, mentioned you wanted to do all the other fly tying before you did this, because you wanted to kind of like master or get, get good at at least all of the other tying, And then you would take this leap tying that first one, like, what was that experience like? Because I know with these flies, a lot goes into the prep and the planning and stuff like that too, right? Materials.
1: For sure. Yeah. Absolutely. So just to tie the first one, just for like to get an idea, like to get the material for the first one took me two years. Oh, wow. To wow. gather everything and to find where to get everything yeah. and to research and do all that kind of stuff. And uh, it is, it's a good community, the, the, that fly tying community. Right. But at the same time, you know they're tough. They don't want to like give oh, secrets here, and stuff. Yeah, I'll give you this, man. You know, or show you this, right? You kind of have to pay your dues a bit. So after that couple years of getting everything and finally getting to that point, mm-hmm. um, I first started tying. I was scared shitless, man, yeah. when I did it. Man. Yeah, uh, the the body, I was okay with doing the body at that point, you know. But when I got to the wing, like a married wing. Yeah. The first time I was like, I thought I was going to have a heart attack <laughs> when I tried to put it on the first time I was so scared. Cause it could all like, just splay out. Right. Yeah. And just break. And ah, yeah. it could just be a disaster, yeah. a, a disaster. And it went on. Okay. And then I stared at it for a couple days yeah. and then I took it off. Yeah. Huh? And then I redid the wing huh? yeah. and then I put it on and then I took it off and then I redid <laughs> the wing and then I think the the next 10 15 flies I did after that I again I was a wreck yeah. I was super nervous and super scared of like I put so much time into getting this material and and all this money into getting it you know and I was like I don't want to wreck it or do any of this stuff yeah. and it's just you just got to get to that point where you're you're confident with it you know and you just gotta trust what you're doing and you got to get past it you know so yeah. but yeah the first one was, I have it. Do you? You <laughs> have it? Oh, yeah. I got it in the frame. I have Sick. It. I'm going to frame it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm going to put it in a frame and everything. <laughs> and it's, it's a good reminder to me. I can go back and look at it and be like, well, you did that wrong, and you did that wrong, yep. and you could have done this better. Mm-hmm. And so, it's to me, it's monumental to me, man. Like It's like my first one, you know, it was an important step, for me. Was it right, in what you point. call
0: uh, perfect? Was it perfect in your, in your eyes?
1: Oh God, no. Far <laughs> from. I thought it was perfect. Yeah, I thought it was when I was done. And now that I've done so many, I go back and look at it and I'm like, Oh man, it's far, far from perfect for sure. Right. Yeah. It's <laughs> awesome. You know, well, the I mean, proportions are off. Everything's kind of, I thought it was right, yeah, but it wasn't right. man. Yeah. It's
0: funny. I mean, that's, I feel like I look at, I have some of my flies I've tied when I was like a kid that I was like, wow, that's that's really good. And I have it now, and I look at it and I'm like, that is like wildly <laughs> bad. You know, yeah. know, like, it doesn't even make <laughs> yeah. any sense. Like it's not something that exists in nature.
2: You know? <laughs> yeah. like, exactly. So I feel exactly.
0: you. I can feel you there. Um, it's interesting you say like you want you want it to be perfect. What is, what is perfect? Like what what is a perfect Atlantic salmon fly?
1: Um proportions or are- essential everything's got to be spaced out you you measure the fly all the time Mm -hmm. mark the fly everything's got to be marked everything's got to be smooth the silk's got to be smooth right the tail has the tag the tail everything has to be set properly and it should be flat yeah flat when you turn it on its side it should be right it's and it should look perfect exactly the same on both sides yeah Mm -hmm. right um There's so many aspects that come into it where you think you're like, I've really got it. This is good. This is good. This is good. This is a tiny bit off. It's not good. Or this, the tail's too long. You know, the topping is too long, right? There's not enough there. The feather's not prepped properly. Preparation is just a huge, huge, huge part. Well, it comes down to
0: like millimeters, right? Like I'm looking at some of your flies on Instagram and it's just like, it's not even a millimeter and it's like ah it's off a bit you know like when you're when you're thinking about perfection i suppose
1: absolutely and like i said yeah like i measure like i get yeah. you know tape measures and rulers and everything out and measure it and mark everything i actually draw pictures of them yeah and then lay them down on top of the the picture the diagram right oh, that's so a good, all the proportions are proper. Yeah, then, that's right? smart. Yeah, that's yeah. really good. So, idea. yeah, it, it it helps out lots, man. Okay, yeah, before we get again. before or-
0: we get too far into fly time, ty- it's it's interesting because you know you grew up in Alberta, skateboarding. You know, probably skateboarding culture is a little let, like you know rules and things like that. You know, and like you know being proper and stuff. It's not really skate culture, and now you're tying like sa- Atlantic salmon patterns that are like. Crazy rules <laughs> like super <laughs> orderly, you know. It's funny, yeah. like how you got into that kind of path. What is it about like classic patterns that made you go, I, I want to do that?
1: Uh, it's the artistic thing that is about it, and that that has a lot to do with skateboarding. I always felt too. Uh-huh. I always treated um fly fishing like that as well. I was like, you know, like yeah, I'm like everything I had done in skateboarding and stuff, you know. and. And I was in magazines and stuff and did interviews and all that kind of shit when I was in skateboarding too, right? And I was like, I can take that. Yeah. You know, because you just get to the point where you just, for me anyways, skateboarders hate hearing this, man. (laughs) Where I was tired of beating up my body, you know. They're always like, well, once you're a skateboarder, you're always a skateboarder. But it's like, no, (laughs) I'm done now. Yeah. I got to the point where I was like, I'm done. So I just wanted to take that artistic side of it and kind of, focus it on something else yeah. and fishing there's just so many different aspects so many different casts totally. so many different ways of doing it I felt like it was just such an easy transfer mm-hmm. from one to the other yeah right and then you know I loved it and we I'd fly fish forever a big part was like when we got on on with Reddington and we started hey you know with those and the first time we we met up with our team I was like man they, these guys are like Mm-hmm. this is like being on a skate team right like that's what that yeah. felt like to me with that crew and i had you know like you know my brothers with some companies and i was like do you get that vibe like when you're with those companies he's like no yeah i don't and i was like oh okay maybe it's just me yeah. you know with that thing so yeah. i just was like it's almost like I went from the skate community over into the fly fishing community, and it was just such a, an easy transfer. It's cool. Them, it's you know what I mean? kind of like,
0: weird, you know, when you think about it, because I felt the same way, especially like you say, like on the Reddington team, because Reddington's kind of done this really cool thing where they've brought a lot of us kind of like-minded people, I think with similar sensibilities and like personalities together, and it's like, oh yeah, we kind of all fly fish, but we don't come from like what you'd expect fly fishing to be.
1: And it's, it's so, it's so weird that
0: that's happened, you know?
1: (laughs) Totally. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's cool as hell. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's great, man. And I just, yeah, there's just, I don't know, man. So much to fly fishing. There's so much to it. Just so much, it's so yeah. similar, man. Just without kicking the shit out of myself, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, totally, yeah, I feel it. Right.
0: Um, yeah. okay, so the first fly back to the salmon patterns. The first, the first pattern you tied, what was the pattern? Was
1: it just like a made up, like your made up thing, or how does oh, it? Oh, no, no, you it always follow
0: a green highlander, okay,
1: yeah, yeah, it was the first one, it was the one that drew me in from the very start, with yeah. those colors and everything. And I was like, that's the one I'm gonna tie, which is. <laughs> not necessarily the first one that you should tie <laughs> that's for sure it's like jumping right into the deep end man, right. right off the bat right it's a like, tough one like, i would think yeah 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 you know i'm like fuck it i'm going for it like i'm just <laughs> gonna do it i'm gonna go as hard as i can and i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna go for it man, yeah. right off the bat right yeah what is a good yeah, like so, first
0: atlantic salmon fly yeah that's a good question somebody <laughs> uh, where do you where uh, do you like dip a... in your toe
1: yeah um like you should start off with like maybe some wet flies or just some easy you know married wing trout flies like and stuff like that and try to do that kind of stuff first right and i had done that i i actually before they did the classics i did uh space right Mm. space flies which just helped me learn how to place mallard wings and, and stuff like that and proportion the body yeah properly right and so there that was a good start for me and then if you're getting into like classic classic patterns yeah. like rangers durham rangers right and stuff like that right yeah you know which is a very popular pattern yeah. right but it's just it's not a married wing that's why it that. helps you learn proportions right and yeah. and do all that stuff and placements and everything like that right so Right. That's where I should have gone, which is exactly where I did go yeah. after I tied the Highlander. <laughs> You're like, the <laughs> Durham Ranger town. All right, man, yeah. back to the Rangers. <laughs> Let's go. Let's do those ones and, yeah. and start from there and see how everything works out after that point. man. Well, you yeah. know,
0: to your point, like it is like the Durham Ranger, like the proportions and everything. It it is does look tricky, you know?
1: It, and surprisingly enough, it was. And I was like, shit, man, I should have started here. That was the best, would have been the best way to go, right? Yeah. And yeah. then work my way up from there. You know? So my main focus now is, uh, I still tie all different ones as well, but I'm trying to complete a series from John Popkin Traheran, which is a, a series of 28 classic samiflies that he did. And the, the reason I like his so much is because they're so different. yeah. Than what everyone else did. And yeah, on my Instagram, the majority of the ones I post are from him. Okay. Right. right, That he had done. And they're, to me, that there's nothing like them. They're the most beautiful, the most beautiful colors and everything. Right. So. That was a big thing for me. What was like, his name with, again? Sorry, Tyre? J- John, John Popkin Traherin. John Popkin Traheran, Major Traherin, right. Major John Popkin Traheran. Oh, yeah. yeah? No way. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: What was his uh, so, sort of story? So he was like, uh, I need to learn more about this classic salmon fly stuff. <laughs> I mean, like, it's so crazy how deep it is. Like yeah.
1: What's Absolutely. A, well, they're all they're all guys from the UK, man. Right. You know, I'm yeah. sure they were all very wealthy yeah. at the time. You know, yeah, because yeah. to get all that stuff and to access all that kind of stuff, you would have definitely needed a lot of money. Because there's some pretty wild, yeah. like exotic materials, right? Oh, big time. Super crazy, man. Yeah, yeah like it gets uh, it gets out of hand. Yeah, man, for sure. Well, we've all yeah, heard the sure.
0: breaking into the museum to steal a bird yeah. feather off of like a toucan or something.
1: <laughs> the, the feather. Yeah. The feather thief, man. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. and that was it's a good one. Funny. People are like, why would, why would anyone do that? And I was like, you just, you don't get it. Man. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm like, I get it. Yeah. You know, I personally wouldn't break in any museums, <laughs> but I get yeah. the obsession yeah. with it. Man. Like it's, it keeps me up at night. Yeah. You know, it, it, I can't sleep. Where am I going to get these feathers? Yeah. How am I going to get them? I don't have the money for them. Yeah. How am I going to get that money together for them? Yeah. And it will. I, I won't sleep. Sometimes I won't sleep for days trying <laughs> to figure out how I'm going to get them. I understand that obsession with with trying to acquire some of that stuff. It could be really, really difficult. It's for, so interesting because really I,
0: I feel like there's people out there that wouldn't. A lot of the time I tell people I fly fish They're like. That's stupid. I don't understand. You know, this is like a whole other like level of like yeah. passion. What what is it about Atlantic classic Atlantic samoflies that has you so enthralled?
1: Uh the difficulty right? Right. and the, the again the perfection being perfect. It's like I've I've done it. Like I did it. I've done them all, man. Mm-hmm. you know. And it's like again I, I, from the first time I saw them, I was obsessed. I was like, look at those things, man. They're like beautiful. that is just. You know, and talking to my, I remember talking to my older brother about it and he's like, you have no idea, Brent, the difficulty and the time it takes to do stuff like that. So I was like, I'm determined, man. Like, I'm like, I got to do it. I got to do it. And they're just, the yeah, they're beautiful. You know, I always wanted to like tie something where I could actually put it in a frame or actually look at it, Mm -hmm. you know, and obviously – Never fish it. I'll never. <laughs> some guys do, man. They yeah, you fish don't so fish yours, up. eh? No way! <laughs> <laughs> no way! No way! I can't afford to. I can't afford that, man. <laughs> no, no way, man. So, but some guys do, and I'm like, man, you're. Crazy, yeah. you're gonna put that in the water, really? You know, like, yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna fish that thing
2: man. to put
0: that much work into something. you yeah. know I mean, there, there's something to be said about it because it's pretty cool for to have the fly like that touch the water, you know, and actually be taken by a fish is a whole other like holy smokes thing. But even to just have to touch the water, I think it's really interesting. But I totally get I
1: wouldn't be able to fish it, no, no way. No, that. like, there's I have ones that are framed ones, but I have tied ones that when i go atlantic salmon fishing yeah i will definitely fish them sure yeah yeah, yeah. they're definitely not the same amount of work that i put into the into right. the other ones but definitely some work man you know yes yeah i have a whole case dedicated to ones that i was like if you go you gotta fish at least some of them yeah, yeah, yeah. well that's
0: it so where do your flies end up do you sell your flies do you just keep them to frame them where do
1: they go I'm keeping them all Yeah, <laughs> every one of them. Yeah. i gave I've given away some to my family. Yeah. Like I frame them and give them as, as presents and stuff like that. But it's kind of my like goal. Like I just want to tie one of everything. Yeah. Yeah. And keep them all. And, but that, yeah, that's pretty much impossible almost yet there's just so many thousands that so many patterns yeah you couldn't do them all at least i don't know anyone who's done them all personally but i want to do as many as i possibly can and at least have have one of each and so i have cases that i keep them in you know that are set aside and yeah it's uh yeah yeah it's important thing for sure for sure for me yeah.
0: Which, uh, do you have a favorite pattern? Atlantic salmon fly pattern?
1: Um, yeah. I'm trying it right now actually, man. Yeah. Uh, it's a black black dog. Yeah. Black it's dog. My, yeah. It's such a beautiful, beautiful pattern, man. Just cool colors. The red, yellow. Oh yeah. You know, w- with Amherst and the long okay. um, heron that comes off the bottom and everything. It's, it's beautiful. You know, oh, it's just guy. such a that's the one, oh, man. man. That's, that's a beautiful. That's plug. Jonas Anderson's, man. Am I correct?
0: I don't know who. I, I'm prob- <laughs> probably probably.
1: <laughs> it absolutely
0: is. Who, I know who he is. Who's man. that? For that's sure. just another tire in the community now, or someone that came. Yeah.
1: Over? Oh, yeah. He's from. He lives. Uh, I think he might live. I'm not sure. Germany, Austria. He's coming out here next year. Okay, so uh, the and,
0: the community. I mean, this is interesting. Like, you guys kind of know everybody. Everybody knows one another. Everybody chats.
1: Absolutely, it's pretty yeah, tight knit, right? even more than fly it, fishing. Oh yeah, so, big time yeah, niche of a niche. Time for, yeah, yeah, absolutely, and yeah, you really start to know everyone, and once you kind of get in there, they really start to help you out. Yeah. Everyone right. wants to help you out, and it you get critiqued all the time, yeah. which is a good thing that you you invite that. You're like you're like, give me it. You know yeah. what could I do better? You know what am I supposed to do here? that I should have done or, you know, what, anything, any constructive criticism yeah. is great. And they, they do that, you know,
0: once you kind of prove so, your way in, they'll, they'll take you in and everybody for sure. shares but, info.
1: Yeah. There's a lot of like newer people who are getting into it lately and yep. they've, it's been great. The groups have been super good. They're like, come on in. Like, what cool. do you need? We can, we can help you out. And I'm actually hope. uh, Helping out a lady who lives in Cochrane, just north of Calgary, right? I'm like, she's just super, super into it. And I'm yeah. like trying to steer her in the right direction. This is where you can get hooks. This is where you can get feathers. This is kind of where you can get that kind of stuff, right? Yeah. So, but that could be tough as well. Because now that the more people are kind of getting into it, cost, mm-hmm. feather on. prices are... Insane, man. I'm like, holy, you know, you you get a lot of stuff on eBay, right? You know, that's where a lot of the stuff shows up. Yeah, and it's like tripled, quadrupled in price over the last year, right? So it's becoming more and more harder to obtain. And obviously, there's a lot of these are rare birds. It's not like people can just go out and shoot birds. (laughs) Yeah, yeah I got some.
2: Yeah, yeah, (laughs) Yeah, because a lot
0: of these are like old patterns that right require this stuff right and if you want to do the pattern you want to do it perfect you're going to need that feather
1: absolutely absolutely now there is the the substitute aspect as well yeah you can make substitutes and and dye feather substitutes and and do that kind of stuff right but in the end you're trying to keep it as authentic as possible
3: Mm. yeah this is a really interesting kind of segue where like so you're talking about like substitutes and all this stuff. And so where do you kind of see the future of this traditional tying going? It's like, like we said, like a lot of these birds, you you can't get the feathers anymore. You know, you're doing these things. And it's like, you see it now with like jungle cock substitutes and all that sort of stuff. So where, where do you see this going?
1: Um, I see that's. I think that's exactly what's going to happen. I think in the future, it's going to be majority substitutes, man. Like Mm -hmm. unless you have those feathers or, you know, from a long time ago, there's just going to be nowhere to get them. You know? yeah. You're not going to be able to obtain those anywhere. But I, I know with jungle cock that guys farm them, uh-huh. now, right? right? They raise them and, and breed jungle cock. You, know? you can see a huge difference between a bred jungle cock feather and one from the wild. Oh, yeah. Major, major color difference. Right. I oh, really? Feel Interesting. Like, between the two. Yeah. The ones that the wild ones are much more vibrant, yellows with a yeah. little bit of orange on the tips. And I find that with ones that are bred, they're way lighter. Wow. They just don't end up the same. Right. kind of sad. It's like they're, the yeah. wild
0: birds are more beautiful, you know?
1: Yeah. It's true. And yeah. it, it, it's tough. And, you know, everyone's like, oh, it's super hard to get jungle cock. man." No way. Dude. Like, just look, man. Online, you can get that stuff. all, And that's because, guys, are, people are breeding it. Right. right. So it is more obtainable now. Yeah. But what happens is, is I find that they, they, you know, there's obviously grades of feathers, right? You know, jungle cock, you get grades, you know, A, B, C, okay. A being highest, then double A, triple A, and then supreme quality, right? Oh, right. All right. So guys, I, 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 feel are like, oh, this is a triple A, and I've ordered. And I'm like, oh, this is a triple A. I'll, I'll, I'll get it <laughs> from this guy, and then it gets to my house, and I'm like, oh, it's like a, like an A, you know? Right. It's not. Geez, I didn't know there was like a grading system.
0: I didn't even know that.
1: Big time. Yeah, big time. So a Supreme would like, what happens with jungle cock feathers is they crack. Yeah, right. So they get lines down the middle. Mm -hmm. Um, And so Supreme, you know, cape would have zero cracks. Wow. Not one single feather cracked and the color would be incredible. It would be beautiful. And then that's when they can start to get expensive.
3: Sure. yeah. Yeah, you know. I guess this might turn into a thing of like, you know, you have your fishing flies where the synthetics are going to come in more and the presentation flies and competition type stuff is going to be more traditional patterns with actual feathers and that sort of stuff.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. That would be it for sure, man. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like if I'm going to frame something, it's got to be all legit ones, you know? Yeah. Right. No substitutes, no anything. Yeah. It'll be all the, the actual flies. And with those, the Traheran flies, the series that I'm trying, those are all no subs yeah, yeah. in those feathers. I'm not, that's such a time consuming one. You know, again, that's 28 flies. I know people who've worked on that series for 10 years yeah, uh, wow. trying to do it, you know. So I'm halfway there. It's taking me five years.
2: Uh,
3: yeah, yeah. And then, and then what?
1: And then, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs>
2: The next
1: one. <laughs> i'll sell that maybe yeah maybe retire. I'll, I'll frame it that series sells for big money man yeah. like I, I know people have sold theirs for you know close to ten thousand dollars wow. for the 28 yeah so who knows man you know maybe it'll just make me want to get rid of it and then so it gives me the opportunity to do it a second time sure so yeah you know so yeah.
0: the, the traherns like it's like a challenge in the community kind of like all to tie it to you if you can do all these flies
1: if you could do the whole series, sure. Yeah. 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 It's a big, it's a big accomplishment, man. Yeah. It is for me. That's my, my main, again, my main focus. And that's the one I want to do. But yeah. those feathers are getting tough to find. A lot of them, man. Yeah. They're, uh, they can be really difficult.
0: Did Trahearn like tie any of the patterns that we might, that might be, you know, like the Jock Scott or like something that people would know?
1: Uh, those are like yeah, that's like Kelson, okay. you know, George M. Kelson or Price Tannit, right? And yeah. those guys are kind of the ones who, you know, did those patterns. They it's funny, those two have very similar patterns. You know, they have their own versions. Yeah. Of each one. You'd have a Green Highlander Price Tannit, or you'd have a Green Highlander George Kelson, you know, and they're all kind of a little bit different. And then Kelson had tied a lot of Traheran patterns as well. And so it's There was a lot of research Mm -hmm. done in order to figure out all the twenty-eight patterns that he had done, you know, there's the this fly and then this variation, right? Right. So you have to tie both of them, you know what I mean? So I'm quite sure it was Kelson who first talked about John Popkin Trahern, right? Yeah. Pretty sure it was, man. Um and who kind of started cataloging his flies, you know, like describing them and and what they were and everything like that. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, they're just, again, they're just so different. No one tied flies like that. Well, just,
0: yeah, even just looking at, like, some of the ones on your Instagram, um, they're so different looking. Like, they're very, they're they're very, you know, traditional Atlantic salmon, but, like, kind of modern in a weird mm -hmm. way, you know?
1: Absolutely, yeah, and all natural. That was a big thing with him. Right. No dyed feathers. Oh, so no all, dyed all feathers. The, all the hackles. Right. All the macaw everything was a natural color. <laughs> That's so right. cool. They're I mean they're yeah. just
0: unbelievably amazing looking flies like
1: the ch- yeah, the chatterer like is
0: really cool looking this one. Oh, I love that.
1: All oh, the chatterer the chatter, yeah there's man. actually like 60 somewhat body feathers and just that body oh. alone oh right? chatter is ridiculous it's, it's expensive one for sure yeah you know so it it definitely takes on right. I and mean, hook selection is a major right it's
0: a whole other thing part. right
1: Yeah. oh yeah man that's yeah. uh they're just as tough to get as the feathers that's the so cool
0: man yeah because I, I know you're some of these you're tying on seven ought hooks from like japan it looks like maybe <laughs>
1: yeah yeah that's yoshihiro he's he does his with gold leaf and stuff and so cool i've seen those hooks. yeah they're they're beautiful man yeah Yeah. and they're all handmade and i tried that i I tried to to make hooks there for a while yeah yeah Yeah, forget it that's crazy i was like i'm not gonna have any time to tie that's where the
3: buck stops (laughs) yeah the
1: hooks so time consuming and uh
3: but you'll save money
1: crazy. make your own hooks you'll save yeah. some money yeah yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah no way yeah. <laughs> like, if you're like they're, they're so crazy so but yeah the, those guys who do that that's just it's incredible man it's a real art form you know yeah. and you, you can really tell the difference between a handmade hook and like a, even a vintage hook you know that yeah. they they're just so much more beautiful man the hook yeah. you know the the, the barbs, the hook, the points, the shape, everything about them is just so perfect. different, right? Yeah, it is it is straight perfection. To, to your point, yeah. yeah,
0: it is perfect, you know? Like, I'm just looking at it, I'm just like, it's just aesthetically perfect. Like, everything, it's yeah. even and just straight, and yeah, it's
1: amazing. yeah Really, it, really they're cool. They're beautiful. Those guys are coming. A couple of them are coming to Calgary next oh, year. Oh, no way. Oh yeah, I'll be saving money. <laughs> yeah,
0: for real.
2: Yeah.
1: So yeah. what is
0: the, the invitational like? How does that work? Is that like a public thing or is it like just for people on the on the list?
2: No,
1: so it's open to public and then from what I gather, okay, this is my first yeah. one. Now there will be, um, they were like when they sent me the invitation, they're like, would you be willing to do any courses Right. Or, yeah. or teach anything or do seminars and stuff like that. And I was like, oh, yeah, I could do that. And so I'm going to do one on material preparation. Right. I like can yeah. how to prep and everything, get that done on the one day. And then the other days you're just at you have a, a section. Yeah. And you tie, you know, and you talk to people. It's open to the public. And I'm, I imagine they'll sell tickets and then you you come in as the public and walk around and get all this information on that kind of stuff. That's so, cool, man.
2: Yeah. yeah,
1: and it's it's eighty people. It's eighty people from around the world. That wow. There's only only eighty, and uh, I can't man, I can't wait. That's, that's gonna be awesome, fight. dude. Yeah, dude. that's a, a true honor. Like yeah. I'm just like floored, and it was it was funny because when I heard it was coming here, like from and there's only one other person I know in Calgary who ties Atlantics. Yeah. I think there's maybe another kid who does them too, but I'm not sure. I've never met him. But I know the one guy, and he's running the show, and I would never met him or anything. I just knew of him. And uh, I complained to Amber. I was like, you know, that show is coming to Calgary, man. And I was like, (laughs) I wish they would invite me. (laughs) I'm like, at least to come and see it. You know what I mean? there's my like arrogance you know yeah, or no, i'm not I'm, I'm good man i should be there you know and i was kind of uh and then i kind of let that go and i was like no nah, maybe i don't have any right being there at all i don't know you know but yeah. and i was like but i it would come come back and come back and i'm like man can't believe i haven't heard anything from it i can't believe i haven't heard anything from it and then i messaged the guy and i was like so what's going on I was like, I'll I'll just message this fucking guy and see what he says. And he's like, "Oh, you tie Atlantic?" And I was like, "Yeah." And I sent him all these pictures and stuff like that. And he's like, "Oh, okay, Mm -hmm. cool, kind of, right?" And I was like, "All right." And then I didn't hear anything back really. And I'm like, "What the hell's going on, man? Like, why (laughs) won't he like? I live here." Yeah, yeah. Oh, you know, that that many
0: people doing Atlantics, you know, like,
1: oh, that's it. And I was like, what is going on? And then I just I was starting to get impatient. I was like, you know, I'm I'm like, Amber, that's it. I'm I'm messaging this guy back, man. And I was like, what's going on with the show? And he's like, well, I've been waiting to hear from you. Brandon. And I was like, what are you talking about, man? And he's like, well, I sent you an email inviting you to the show like <laughs> oh. two months ago. <laughs> so for two months, man, I was That's stressing hilarious. out, man. Like, yeah. why haven't they asked me or what the hell's going on? Yeah. And then I was like, oh, you did. And I checked my email. I was like, oh yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah, I'll yeah. Talk. I don't know <laughs> I'd love to yeah. be there. Thank you. <laughs> but I, got off, I got off the phone with him and awesome. I was like, Cartwheels around the house. I was on the phone. <laughs> Damn, <laughs> I was like, they invited me. No, like, oh, I didn't even know, man. Oh, that's no. that's like, so no. funny, man. That's awesome. Yeah, it was, it was really funny, man. You that's know, like, you know, of course, me. and don't check the email very often, dude. Yeah, so, yeah, you
0: know. dude. Of course, they so, invited you. Your flies are insanely yeah. amazing. Like
1: these, oh, thank you, man. Beautiful flies, dude. It's super so, cool. Do you know what you're going to yeah, tie? Thank
3: you. Do you know what you're going to tie for well, the show? Or is it top uh, secret?
1: No, it's not top secret. I'm going to work on a couple of the Traheran patterns. Oh, when cool. I'm there, man. That's really what I'm going to focus on because I I think I'm going to be – I'm looking for a specific set of yeah. feathers. They're from a fairy bluebird. There's a tail feathers. There's eight feathers on each bird. Yeah. And they're really, really difficult to obtain. Super hard. So I have this – I'm going to message some guys and see. I know a few guys who have them. Oh, wow. And if they can bring them to the show, yeah, that's the one I'm going to work. on. Then you on. can
0: tie them up. Wow, that's that, that's the, right. The feather tra- yeah. the feather trade is just yeah. so amazing. I, find, I, I like, find
3: this whole like feather trade thing really fascinating. It's like okay, so I just cool. want I just want to ask a question. Feel free, like you don't want to I know this is like a you know a sure. touchy subject in some tying circles, but like so, what makes it like? I know that there's a finite amount of feathers that exist in the world, and I know there's import stuff. You can only move things around certain ways what's the biggest obstacle in finding these feathers for you?
1: Um, uh, yeah. Availability, obviously they don't come up very often. The big, um, getting them here. Uh, yeah. A lot yeah. of times can be very difficult because uh, you, because
3: you know? of just like, you can't import them into Canada. You can't like cross. Yeah.
1: okay. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So borders can be a very tough one. Now we're, we're pretty lenient here in Canada yeah. about getting stuff up here. Yeah. Which is awesome. And then there is a lot of tires uh, you know, in Quebec and New Brunswick and, and Newfoundland who have that stuff. So shipping that stuff across like like through Canada no. is totally fine, right? right? But it is can be difficult to get it up from the States. You know, and you'll see a lot of times when the feathers come available, they'll be to US residents only. Right, right, right. right. So that can be a very, a very tough one, right? But th- honestly the biggest os- obstacle for me is cost sure yeah 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 cost is insane you right. know like i'm a, i'm an instructor <laughs> i'm not well, rich and people can charge whatever they want yeah you're right? damn like, right they can uh, and they can say yeah car- this
0: is a triple a and it's like like yeah, you said just, it ain't yeah.
3: yeah i guess you get to know like you, you get to know the sellers and stuff and you can you know if there's a good you seller do. right like you're not just okay. taking a crapshoot
1: you got it, man. I got two guys from the states that I mainly buy yeah. stuff from, and it took a lot of uh, convincing. Man. Right. With the with the one, I was like, "Come on, man, just sell me direct." You <laughs> yeah, know, he yeah. sold lots of stuff on 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 eBay and sure. stuff yeah. like that. And I was like, yeah, "I think at first he kind of ignored me." Yeah. You know, he was like, "Who the is this yeah, guy? Yeah, I'm yeah. not selling this guy's shit. You can bid on it on eBay if you want." And then, yeah. I was like, Oh, what do you do, man? Like, what do you do for a living? And then he told me, he's like, I do this and that. And then he's like, I, I own a restaurant. And I was like, Oh, I was like, my dad was a chef. And yeah. as soon as I said that, he's like, what do you need? <laughs> That's and your end. I was like, He's like, Oh, okay, we have nice. that common bond, right? And then after that he's like, Okay, well what do you need, man? I can send you whatever you want. That's awesome. Yeah, you know? And it was funny because I was like, How did can I ask you like how do you get all that stuff, dude? And he's like, That's what I do, man. Yeah. And I was like, Okay,
2: okay. We'll Don't ask questions. It at that yeah. Man. yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, we'll leave time. It at that man. yeah.
0: Fair enough. Yeah. I mean, you know, like it, it is it is interesting. I mean, like, what's one feather that you have you ever had a feather that you, like, searched for for ages and ages, and then you were, like, you found it, you just, like, couldn't believe it, and you were totally yeah. shocked?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Western Western uh, tropagon or Trapagan, which is one of the ones, that the black Argus yeah. that I have on my Instagram. It's those black ones with the little white circles.
0: Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah.
1: I searched forever for those, man. man. And I have, like, a, a, another set here at home. That to find the the one set I have here now is per that's the one man yeah, yeah is a perfect set really. And I searched forever for them, and <laughs> yeah. when I got them, I was like, "Yeah, man, <laughs>
2: you know, that's it, man." Like I'm like, I don't even want to
1: touch yeah, them. Yeah, like, I just yeah, yeah. <laughs> I leave them in the package, and I was like, I don't want to mess with those things anymore, man. Yeah. You know. And then uh, recently, though. Um, and it's funny because I ask people around all the time, hey, you know anyone who's got macaws? Do you know anyone who owns right. parrots? Yeah, yeah. Blah, 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 like that. And the guy who lives across the street from me who is <laughs> a plumber as yeah. well as me and a fly fisherman around who I fish with all the time. Yeah. You know, came home the one day and he's like, so went and did this job at this lady's house and she's got five macaws. <laughs> oh, my God. That's <laughs> awesome. I was like, I'm like, don't fuck with me now yeah. dude like don't mess <laughs> with me man you better be serious and he's like i'm serious man and he's like she said she would give me all these feathers and i was like oh, okay <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> cool you know and what do you know 3 days later he shows up at my front door with a bin and a huge oh, man. bin that's awesome of macaw feathers and he's been back 3 times with three <laughs> bins i have so many that's so macaw good. feathers now which is a big thing And now i can right. use those to like trade yeah yeah, yeah. some other right stuff. Oh, yeah, that's and, so interesting know, i'm gonna send mitch some actually yeah. mitchell and yeah. Uh, yes in Ruzik, and i'm like i'm like oh, i'm gonna send you some some macaw yeah really you know and i was like absolutely i have so much yeah and i never <laughs> ever thought that that would happen you know yeah. like i know you'd have like, a oh, surplus never. of macaw yeah yeah this lady's <laughs> like you can have as much as you want yeah
0: yeah,
3: yeah you
1: yeah. come back every few months i'll save them for you yeah and they're yours oh, that's awesome so Then i, I get <laughs> I them that. clean them steam them and do all that kind of stuff and that's so good i got them all here man it's like i that's just lose cool. my mind you know yeah. so yeah, yeah i just crazy, put man. things in people's ears all the time man hey if you see something like this man Let you me know, know if you see something like that I asked my students, man, at school. (laughs) Who has birds? I love that. Yeah, like, (laughs) I just, one kid in my class, he's from, uh, he came down here from Alaska to go to school. Yeah. And I was like, you guys got salmon up there? I was like, you know anyone who ties salmon flies? (laughs) (laughs) One kid in my class was like, my dad's got this big box from, like, the 40s of all these, like, materials (laughs) and stuff from salmon flies. And I was like. Get in you know yeah, so you know cool. who wants them dude i was yeah. like if your dad wants to get rid of those things you let me know man yeah. right so it's just like on- again there's
0: constant kind of ongoing yeah yeah
1: that's the obsession you yes just, you gotta get out there you gotta put it in everyone's ear man you gotta constantly be looking constantly so watching cool. man you know that's so wild, you'll, man. you'll miss out on it Yeah, man. someone you'll will grab out. it yeah it's such you an interesting,
0: it, like, culture and, like, history. I think we, we need to do a show that's just, like, uh, on the history of Atlantic patterns, you know? There's so much to it. And, like, even just talking to you in the last 40 minutes, it's, like, all the tires and, you know, which I'm sure a lot of people listening are familiar with. But I, I don't yeah. know. Like, I don't know this stuff, you know?
1: Oh, the history is insane. Like, I haven't even, like... Yeah dipped into that as like I do I read a lot about on it but I am definitely no expert on the history for sure and there's guys that you read their articles and listen to them talk about it and you're like holy smokes man like you know but again these guys have probably been a lot of them have been doing it for 40 years 50 years they're like true experts and I'll get to meet all those people next year man and it's gonna be cool it's gonna be it's gonna be really awesome man yeah, yeah i'm really excited man we gotta try
0: yeah. to get out we gotta try to come to that man i think that'd be super cool that'd be I'd cool yeah hell man. yeah Check dude it maybe
1: we'll ne- so we'll make its year. way down yeah. september 23rd yeah. Boom. yeah 2024 it's gonna be I awesome it. man that's yeah, so absolutely. sick absolutely yeah
0: um, yeah. okay. We've got five more questions, uh, Brendan, that we, we use to kind of like wrap up the show. We ask every guest the same five questions. Um, so I'm going to ask him now. I'm really excited for the last one, but, um, before we get to number five, the first one is, uh, what is your favorite fish and why? If you had to pick a favorite
1: fish, what would it be? That's a brown. I love yeah. brown trout. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I love the way they like bulldog. Yeah. You know, I like, I love the way they eat off the surface. It's always seems different to me, less aggressive than a the rainbow, you know what I mean? Like I love dry fly fishing for brown trout huh? and they always just seem to like, when they're big, they suck that fly yeah. in, you know, it's like, you don't even <laughs> just like the fly just kind of disappears. Totally. Right. So to me, nothing better than a big brown on the fly. Man, Which we didn't know? even
0: really get to talk about like where you fish because the bow, obviously it's got some nice brown trout fish in it.
1: Best. Man. Yeah. For me, yeah, that's my favorite place all the yeah. world, man. Yeah. yeah. Brown trout, nighttime, ten o'clock, eleven o'clock at night. Sipping little dry flies. There's nothing like it, man. I mean, yeah. Nothing like it, dude. Yeah. Yeah, nothing beats that.
0: I mean, that's yeah. pretty pretty
1: dope. My I favorite. dig that. Yeah. I dig yeah. that. My favorite, man.
0: Well, this next one's interesting lead, maybe. If you could fish anywhere in the world right now, assuming you go there, it'll be the best fishing ever. Where would you go in the world and why?
1: Um, I go to the Seychelles, man. Yeah, yeah. Well, good answer. Absolutely, yeah. I go to Seychelles. Uh, I want a GT, man. Mm-hmm. That's what I want to get, dude. Absolutely, man. Those things are, and you know, you can go to Christmas Island and get them there and stuff too, man. But there's yeah. just that the Seychelles, man. There's just something about it. It's beautiful. You know what I mean? Totally. Like that and you know what was a big seller for that that yeti video man yeah <laughs> like, for <you> real. Know, <laughs> you know, flip-flops I was like, yeah, yeah. I was like i gotta go man you know when that guy talks man he's like the jeets they're the yeah. bad boys yeah. man i was like ah that's it man that's it that's where i want to go most of all for sure i feel you. Sure, i feel Absolutely. like yeah
0: everybody saw that video and it just goes to show you like man nice job yeti because like everyone saw that video and everyone's like we got to go to the Seychelles, the greatest That's place it. on earth.
1: You know, like. insane, yeah. <laughs> insane, man! So Absolutely cool. insane.
0: Um, okay, number three, images, Vicious Five is what is one of your best or favorite fishing memories of all time? If you had to
1: pick um, one, I think like, ah, uh, you know what? The best memory, the probably the most important one for me, is probably the one you asked me about earlier. Man. It was the first time I actually caught fish with my brother. That was like a big, that was a big moment for me, man. I felt like me and him had shared something that was just like, I don't know. We were different with each other after that, man. You know what I mean? And and that was a huge, huge, huge moment for me, man, you know, in, in, in my life. And experiencing that with my brother and just gaining that respect for fishing itself, man. That was probably... The best memory I've ever had, man, for sure. Yeah. I got another one, though, too. I got one more. Man. Let's hear the other one, too. Um, Why not? I when, like that. That's nice. When that first time Amber and I went to Hawaii together. Oh, man, yeah. And we went bone fishing oh. for those monsters out there. Yeah. And we went on a boat with this, like, we went with this guy named Terry Duffield, man, Coach Duff, who's kind of started the whole fly fishing thing in Hawaii. Yeah. Man. And that guy was fucking crazy, man. Like just like off the hook, like no one I've ever met in my whole life. And I'll never forget going on the boat with him. He made Amber get off the platform. Yeah, Yeah. Get off. (laughs) I'm going to show you this and stuff. And I was like, who the hell is this guy, man? That's a whole nother story in itself, man. But he changed everything for me. And I think he did for Amber as well. On how yeah. to really cast and yeah. how to really do that stuff properly and watch, and it was life changing for me. Yeah, man. that was a life changing moment for Amber and I. Man. and I love Terry, man. He's an amazing person. Dude, it's also so, just a
0: hell of a place to fish, too. You know, like insane,
1: insane. Yeah, yeah. yeah. can't even imagine. Insane. Like the first one I got there ever, though, I got it on my own. Now Amber and I went out yeah. by ourselves. Yeah, and we, we DIY'd it and, and we got him. So that was that's was great a big big deal yeah we we're pretty happy about that for sure fly
0: so, fishing in paradise you know i mean like pfft,
1: you got it, man. it doesn't get you better than that it. you know absolutely
0: i love that um okay number four uh mitchy's fishies five is why do you fly fish what do you get out of fly fishing
1: why do you keep going um my like, best thing for me for fly is the challenge man i like it man i like late season fly fishing man. Mm-hmm. later in the season and trying to get them on the fly i, I love fishing and I love catching fish, of course, like anyone, you know. uh, You you always hear that a lot. Oh, I just like being outside and all that kind of stuff. Bullshit. You like, of course (laughs) you do. I I love being outside too. I love that whole point of it. man. but you want to catch fish, man. You know? (laughs) That's the real main point of going fishing, man. Let's catch some fish, man. But I like when fishing is hard. Yeah. When they're picky Mm -hmm. and they don't want to eat something and you have to switch a lot and figure it out and put the right cast in, man. To me, that's fly fishing, man. You know what I mean? It's like not when they're eating all day, every single day, when that thing comes up to your fly and he snubs it, that fish snubs your fly, you know, and you're like wicked. That to me is like, that was awesome. Now (laughs) I want to get it even more, you know, like, so it's the challenge, man. Yeah. you know and 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 adapting to the situation and changing flies mm-hmm. and trying to figure out different fishing different techniques depending on where you are so, yeah i feel you i mean yeah that that me.
0: is that definitely is fly fishing you know like the challenge of it and picking it apart and and finally catching a fish on on it and cracking the code you know like really tricking yeah. and fooling a fish like i feel you it's cool
1: it's awesome yeah well, i love, I love that. that part man um
0: okay number 5 Mitch's fishy's 5 the last question is what fly pattern represents you best, and why? If you were a fly, what would you be?
1: Um, I'd probably be a leech, man. Oh, you know? come on! <laughs>
0: yeah. I love that. I, ties, I, ties like the most beautiful Atlantic salmon flies, knows uh, all these crazy patterns. This a leech. Yeah. A leech. I <laughs> know no a specific lie. pattern.
1: I'd be, the, I'd be the Maribu leech, man, because you can do it anywhere, man. You can mm-hmm. use that thing anywhere, and you can catch any fish that you want, man, which is the yeah. same way I feel like it doesn't matter where I go, man. I'm going to get them, dude. Man. Yep. So I can relate that to the fly as well, dude. I like that, man. I like that. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Maribu
0: leech is a great fly. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. It's a great fly. Absolutely. Yeah. That's hilarious.
0: Um. Okay, amazing. Uh, Brendan, thank you, man, for coming on the show. It's been fun. I know we didn't even get to talk really about – you know, where you fly fish now and all that stuff, but we'll have to do that some other time, maybe in person. Uh, but uh, yeah, it was fun to chat about tying and, and everything. Where can people find you if they want to find you, find your tying stuff, or if, you know, here's a moment to kind of plug you know, plug your stuff.
1: Absolutely. So I'm on Instagram at uh, The Dubbing Loop, right, on the Instagram, and I got, actually, I'm going to start a video series this year, right? Sick. Hopefully in conjunction with Rio on, on tying basic, Trout patterns, man. So Wicked. for beginning trout flies and stuff for, for or, you know, even saltwater flies, anything along those lines. But nice and easy and keeping it simple. So I will have a page on uh, YouTube as well, the dubbing Loop, which I've already started. I haven't got the videos uploaded yet. I just want to get like 10 or 15 of them together first before yeah. I've actually done. So it is in the works. So that's where you would be able to find me for sure
0: awesome that's exciting we'll put links to that stuff in the show notes too and and yeah i mean you're not just a, an atlantic salmon tire your flies are you've got all kinds of flies on your page and they're all incredible so everybody go check them out and uh yeah keep an eye out for the youtube series but uh yeah man thanks thanks again for coming on it was really cool to catch up and chat more about your fly life
1: cool man thank you guys so much i really appreciate it i really Absolutely, appreciate man. it yeah we'll talk again soon awesome i appreciate uh, it you guys thanks okay Take care.
0: Today's show is brought to you in part by Chums. You know, Chums, the company that makes those can't-live-without-them straps that keep your sunglasses on your melon. Believe it or not, Chums has been around for 40 years, making top-notch outdoor accessories for all the guides, river rats, and weekend warriors out there. Chums got their start in southern Utah back in 1983, when a guide on the Colorado River invented their now-famous original cotton eyewear retainer. Chums still makes many of its products in Utah, and everything they produce designed to help you hang on to the gear you value most. Head to chums.com to explore a wide range of products, including wallets, roll-top dry bags, waste packs, dry sacks for your phone, and of course, glasses, retainers, and all kinds of wicked styles. Every time we hit the water, Chums is right there with us in the form of amazing gear, which means we never have to worry about our sunglasses or phones sinking to the murky depths of the waters we love to fish. Head to chums.com to check out their full lineup of outdoor accessories. That's chums.com. Hey, welcome back. Uh, Before Idis and I get to chatting, I just want to call out a few things. Uh, First of all, next episode we'll have a best fishing story ever for you. Uh, We don't have one this episode, uh, but next episode we're going to do one, and it'll probably be a scary one because, of course, it's going to be Halloween, so uh, that can be kind of fun. Um, First of all, we've got a couple things here today. Um, One is giving away a bit of uh, a little merch pack for somebody who reviewed... Uh, sofly on iTunes which is very nice of you thank you so much again we're doing this ongoing on an ongoing basis if you give us a review on iTunes and you have to do a written review so we know you know your name um, otherwise we wouldn't be able to give you a prize if we don't know who's writing the review so um, so yeah we've got a, we've got a couple in and uh, we're gonna start doing that um, at least once a show once a month you know one of the the two bi-weekly shows uh, if we get a ton of reviews popping in then we'll start doing more but um Thank you for, for doing this. Uh, helps us a lot on iTunes and, and obviously just out in the podcast world. So, yeah, please go and give us a review uh, on iTunes again. And, um, well, yeah, you could win a prize. And, actually, you know what? We'll just give it away right now. The first winner of the ongoing uh, prize giveaway for giving us reviews is Andrew Erren. Uh, Andrew not sure what uh, what uh, your email is obviously because I'm just seeing this review on iTunes but please send us an email info at sulfi.ca and we'll hook you up with the prize pack Andrew um, thank you for the review uh, much appreciate it um, okay ongoing we've got uh, some news as well in terms of uh, upcoming stuff going on the f3t we're hosting, On October 22nd, so next weekend in Toronto at the Royal Theatre. You're going to want to not miss this one. It's going to be super fun. And, um, yeah, I mean, they have 3T if you're not familiar with it. It's a wicked fly fishing film festival with some really, 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 really great fly fishing films. High production value. Uh, It's always super fun. But we've also got some, like, unbelievably incredible prizes. Because we're co-hosting this with Drift Outfitters and um, Esnagami Wilderness uh, Lodge um and estegami lodge as you know we've gone a couple times if you've listened to the shows we've done on that or seen our videos it's a a heck of a place to go and they're actually giving away um a trip to the lodge so you know that's just one of many prizes um yeah you're not going to want to miss this so head to drift outfitters to get your tickets Uh, it's october 22nd is the event um we're gonna watch films obviously and then after probably you know go across the street and, and have a couple of beers or something like that but um but yeah, come come on out Sunday, October twenty second. Doors are at one p.m. Show starts at two p.m. Tickets are twenty five bucks. Um, and uh, and like I said, there's raffles for all kinds of amazing prizes. Uh, and money is also going to uh, some really great causes. So uh, it's uh, it's not just a uh, it's not just a fun thing. You're also giving back when you come and do this. So. Um, One of the beneficiaries of the raffle money is the Greg Clark chapter of Trout Unlimited here that obviously works to protect the Credit River uh, in Southern Ontario. Um, Ontario River Alliance is another beneficiary of some of the raffle uh, money. So come on out, see some films, do some good, maybe win some stuff. Let's see here. You know what? I'm going to call out actually just exactly what the prizes are because they're so sweet. And you can read all these prizes at the Drift Outfitters website, but... You know, first of all, the, the, the main prize is a trip to Esnegami Wilderness Lodge, which is like a $5,000 value. Um, the prize includes a round trip float plane. Uh, you know, transfers, lodging and all meals, of course, all the and linens, all that kind of stuff, putting you up, hospitality, the boat, motor, and gas, a day of guided service on the lake. Um, you can keep some fish. They'll clean it for you and freeze them. There's a shore lunch kit and also um, all the kind of stuff you need to, to go out and the boat accessories and life jackets and all that stuff to have a really great time fishing up there. But uh, that's a, an epic prize you're not going to want to miss out on. Um, and then, yeah, we've also got uh, a guided trip. Um, that uh, Matt Martin Smooth River Guiding um, donated as well, so you can win a day fly fishing guided by Matt um, down here in Southern Ontario, and that's always a fun time. Um, I know uh, me and uh, and John uh, from Affinity Fish here in Toronto actually went out with Matt last year and had a had a great time catching steelhead. Um, so yeah, not going to want to miss that. We've got some Reddington rods, um, including butter sticks and Trailblazers and Spay rods, and we've got some Costa sunglasses and. Some locally tied flies and, you know, real lines and chum stuff, Costa stuff, all kinds of stuff like that. So a lot of prizes. Come on down. October 22nd, F3T. It's going to be sick. Also, it's probably going to rain next weekend. So if you are going to steal it, and, I mean, you know, it's going to be fun. We'll all get together and watch some movies. Next episode, best fishing story ever. And it's going to be probably horror themed if we get it. Um, if you've got a good scary fly fishing story, send it in info at soulfly.ca and we could put it together. We can feature it in the next episode for the best fishing story ever. Um, yeah. Info at soulfly.ca. And if you don't have a scary one, if you just got a great best fishing story ever that you want to put in the show again, hit us up for that too. Cause we got more best fishing stories, uh, to come out throughout the rest of the year. Send us, send us your best fishing story ever. And, and we'll, uh, we'll see if we uh, can put it in the show. And we're back.
3: Hey, it a good me. show. Can you hear me? I, I can, can hear you great. Okay, I can't hear myself.
0: Oh, okay. Well figure that one out while I talk there we to go. you. Okay. Um, okay. That was great, man. Up. It was really cool
3: too. Brendan's great, eh? Super cool dude. Yeah, super interesting. I mean it's like I find like as someone's new to, as someone who is new to tying yeah. and fishing stuff, uh that that world of like traditional salmon tying is so overwhelming. Yeah. Where you're just like, that's a whole other, you know, it's like fly fishing, cool niche activity. Then you're like, oh, I'll just buy flies. No, oh, I'll just tie a couple. And he's like, I'll just tie flies just to catch some fish, right? And then you get into like that world where you're like, oh my god,
0: it is so, you know. I think daunting. Like he said, he was like scared to tie his first fly because it's like, I get that, man. Like I've I've been interested in classic patterns since I was a kid because I was like, how can you not be? You know, if you get into fly fishing, you see classic Atlantic flies, you're like, that's cool, you know. And I remember I, I got this book on them, and I was like. It kind of shows you how to do a little bit of the stuff and it talks about some of the history and i read it and i was like that's cool and i tried to tie something and as soon as i started i was like this is so (laughs) crazy yeah yeah just like marrying wings you're like okay i don't want to do this i married a wing and i was like wow that actually works like the feathers stick together that's crazy how that works and then you're like Oh yeah. Uh well, you know, back then it was like, right, beer exists and I just like yeah. went and drank beers. But
3: Yeah, which is cool too.
0: <laughs> but now, you know, like now I can see myself getting more into it, but it's the thing is it is a daunting thing because it's there's so much to it and I mean I guess that's what's admirable about, yeah, about big time. It. It's big just time. Like, to have, like it to is have, an art.
3: Big time. To have like a career and a family and still find time yeah. to like Track down feathers, sit at a vice for weeks at a time trying yeah. to get it perfect. Like oh, I don't know that kind of patience. Yeah, no, no. Just, just gotta whip I mean, up some beef and chuck it at fish.
0: <laughs> I love, I love the, I love it, and I think it's really cool, and it is an art, and it's like it painting, is. and it's, you know, it'd be, it'd be a cool thing to, mm-hmm. uh, to get into, but. But whether or not you get into it, I mean you can appreciate these flies anyways, and yeah big Brandon's time. flies are really nice, big um, time I do I like the st-
3: like the flies that he's choosing a tire super cool it's a cool style really cool eh? yeah like the
0: yeah. series he was talking about what was yeah that? yeah john uh traheen or?
3: yeah, yeah, I mean it's in it's in his instagram uh yeah, yeah it's, pretty, traherne, it's pretty cool. Traherne,
0: traherne. Traherne, traherne. I need to learn about these tires too because that's the other thing like i don't I don't know. I feel like so naive about it you know it's usually when we talk about fly fishing it's like yeah we have a pretty good sense of like what's going on and then we talk about this it's like damn this is like yeah. another layer man <laughs> well that's it that's
3: that's yeah, that's exactly it right yeah. like it, it is very much another big layer yeah it's cool of like stuff to just like ugh, so much to think about
0: so what's going on with you uh you've been uh fishing uh recently haven't you no, didn't you go out? <laughs> yeah. no not at all i didn't go fishing did you go out with matt Oh, uh, it was like last week though yeah last week like how was that
3: uh it's fun yeah <laughs> it's always fun
2: <laughs> what did <laughs> like, you...
3: When you say like have you been fishing I, mean, I thought you mean like in the last couple of days no 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 no. i know no, you're no. going out friday yeah yeah we're gonna go we're gonna go look for some pike on this friday. comes out
0: sunday so if you're listening to this a couple of days ago i just was out fishing with yelma for pike there you go
3: there you go and then if this if, if you're listening to us on sunday we're gonna go out on tuesday probably as well
0: Right, and steelheading at that time because it, it is the season.
3: Oh, now with this temperature drop and the rain, oh, mama! Should we
0: go? Should we go? Right now?
2: Yeah.
3: It's it's to nine o'clock at night. I'm right. in. Right,
0: right, 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 right. I mean, or, we could, or you know,
3: like this weekend or something. Yeah, we could try and do that.
0: You know what I mean? Like I was
3: thinking about might... Yeah, I
0: don't know. We'll see what. Uh... It might like. We're not going to catch anything. Okay, Me, I you. mean. Where we're gonna go? Because where we're gonna go, it's oh, gonna be kind of yeah. harder fishing, and we're gonna be swinging. But
3: sure, yeah, but you know, might be worth a shot. I, I was tying, I was tying up some two flies today. Yeah, and got me fired up to swing. Temple dog, you said, eh? Uh, yeah, I started tying like uh, I did one like temple dog, and then like a little variation on it, yep. and then um, I was tying uh Matt Martin's uh his orange and white intruder thing that he likes. So I tied up one of them bad boys. Oh, yeah. You
0: know. Orange and white intruder.
3: <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> orange and white and black and purple. <laughs>
0: and yeah. That's it's it. kind of malignant.
3: Dark blue. I guess so. yellow, Honestly, dark blue. Dark blue. Yeah. Purple. Yeah, purple a, in there. I made a little visit to Drift Outfitters today. Did you? Yeah. I picked up some tubes and the. Oh, you can tell people are tying steelhead flies because the cones are in the right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The right size cones are gone. Yeah. The tubes I want are gone. Yeah. Yeah, everybody's everybody's flocking yeah. to uh,
0: the shelves of of Drift Big Time. Big but you got time. some tubes and you have yeah, a tube some...
3: advice like a
0: vice. It's
3: grip? just an adapter for a yeah. man like the holds a mandrel I think it's called. It's just yeah. it's just a sharp piece of metal that costs like $80. Yeah. everything in fly tying is overpriced. My my darling wife bought it for me I think oh, there last you go. year.
0: Fly tying is like Brendan said, you don't save money fly tying, but it is like a different thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I know I, we've thing.
3: talked about this before. I think it's super cool. Like yeah. for where, you know, where we're fishing the credit and stuff a lot where people are tying patterns for specific pools on a specific river. Yeah. Like that, that I find really cool where you can like, you know, you're like, well, I want the fly. You know, there's, it's really fast and deep at the front. So it needs to sink down, but I want it to do this. So you end up like making these kind of like all these variations on yeah. flies just and fine tuning them to fish specific places. Right. Yeah. Cause it's like, you know, the credit's pretty small so you're roll casting a lot or even even like last year when we were fishing the grand it's pretty low water so you're yeah. like okay well i don't want there's a lot of rocks and stuff so you're like okay i don't want it to sink too much but i don't yeah. want to you know you end up yeah. tying up these little variations of stuff which is pretty cool
0: yeah you get very specific
3: exactly yeah
0: well that's good i mean hopefully you have a good time fishing uh, on friday and and yeah it's steelhead season here in southern ontario so yes it um, is everybody who's listening enjoy fishing for steelhead and We'll see you on the river. See you on May- the rivers. Maybe we won't. Maybe we will. Maybe we maybe won't. Maybe we won't. We'll see. We'll see. But, you, know, uh, you know what I
3: do want to get find that? is one of those Lake Run Browns in the Humber. An LRB. An LRB. A Humber LRB. The elusive Humber LRB. Elusive,
0: uh, elusive LRB. Well, we Let's also th- got to do uh, upstate New York.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
0: We got to do that. We can go do that.
3: Let's go. It's not that far. No, it's you know quite I mean. close quite you close indeed
0: that. even like I a mean, weekend would be fun like maybe totally. uh, in october like this month like just do a it quick is october little, i know like do a quick there's little no, weekend yeah, stay no, one night no in time. hotel
3: there's no, no time in october no october is what do you mean donski what do you mean you got stuff to do you got stuff to do everyone's you? got stuff to do you're too busy yeah
0: no every weekend
3: well it's tricky because i almost- mean not every weekend uh
0: because is also too busy. That's what he told me.
3: Yeah, but he doesn't have like. Kids are you guys just telling me you guys are too job? busy because
0: you don't want to fish with
3: me? Hey man, I'll go fishing with you tomorrow.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, or November could be good too. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't have to be October. <laughs> I know it's already like halfway through the month. It's crazy.
3: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like Ring. October is pretty much done. Like we we were we were away last weekend, which is really nice. Yeah, uh, that was fun. That was nice. I oh, know. and those rivers up there are got a ton of rain. Yeah. Like, we didn't get that much rain here, and it's like it ran the entire time we were up there, and it's still raining.
0: There's a ton of salmon moving in the rivers. Oh, right?
3: big time. Because yeah. like, it's
0: still salmon time. Like, there's still, there's a ton of salmon.
3: Well, because the water was so low, right? They came yeah. in. I think, I think there was a run probably in, when, remember when it was kind of cold in like September and stuff? Yeah. So I think a bunch of them got into the system then. Yeah. And then the water was so low for like the second half of September, and yeah. it was hot. It was like 30 degrees, right?
2: Yeah. We had so,
3: that like
0: weird heat wave
3: totally yeah yeah and then no water just like last year so the this is the first like cold and rainy stuff we've gotten so i think there's a ton of fish moving through the system right now
0: yeah well i think you're right and i think that's exciting
3: well let's go fishing
0: let's go fishing and everybody else go fishing too and uh but, but yeah, not I where got, we're fishing well or do or that's fine or whatever yeah. but bring us a coffee maybe bring us a beer. coffee and get the hell out of my way when i come to give you a handshake and don't talk swinging. to me because i <laughs> just don't know like, words don't know words no it's all good uh well everybody thank you for listening brendan thanks for coming on the show uh i just thank you for being here you're welcome <laughs> uh that's it for me mitch Idas. yeah see
3: you later i guess when you go to your car and i'll yell at you at the window
0: that's exactly what's gonna <laughs> <happen>. <laughs> later bye you can find all of our content at SoFly.ca. Reach out via email by sending your questions or comments to info at SoFly.ca. Find us on Instagram at The SoFly Crew. Thanks for listening.